0: Katie Kempner, and welcome to Perspectives, which is a series of inspiring conversations with remarkable working women, and I am absolutely delighted to have one of my good friends and an incredible example of a fantastic working woman, Suzanne Vernitza, with us today. Suzanne, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for taking the time to, to talk with us. So, How are you doing?
1: Not too bad. Um, It's still Groundhog Day here in New York. Um, I feel like things are getting a little better, and hopefully we'll be back to work soon.
0: Well, that is a perfect segue into, or intro, I should say, into what I wanted to start with, which in a lot of ways, it seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel right now with vaccines becoming more readily available. And as you talk with business leaders, How do you think that they're feeling about the coming year?
1: Um, I think largely from what you can, and you can tell this by, you know, just what you read and hear from them, it's, you know, cautiously optimistic. I don't think anybody wants to sort of get over their skis on this one. Um, Clearly, you know, the vaccine rollout people are happy about, and it feels like we can, you know, start to get people back to work. Some companies have already started that process, um, at least, you know, from, putting their bodies inside offices. Um, but I think there's definitely some, you know, leeriness there only because, you know, there is the, you know, still hot spots. We're seeing what's happening in India, you know? So most businesses that at least I deal with are global in nature. So they're not just dealing with what's happening in New York, but they're worrying about their outposts, you know, around the world. So I think um, they can sort of get, you know, sort of caught up in the exuberance of the fact that there's vaccines here, because again, there's variants that are popping up. So they're still worrisome, but I definitely think, you know, they're definitely optimistic and people just want to get back to some sort of normal. How normal that is, is yet to sort of be defined. I think everybody's just sort of taking it one day at a time.
0: And and in that same vein, in terms of working in the office, from what you're hearing from business leaders, Do they want people to come back? Is that realistic? And then is it necessary? I think it depends on the business that you're really
1: thinking about, right? I think, you know, most people and most companies want some people back in the office to some capacity. Um, But that really depends on what that looks like, right? There's going to be smaller companies or even big companies that could, you know, weigh the, how much am I going to save on office space? Um, versus what's the real analysis that has to go into what is true worker productivity during a work from home environment, right? Like right now, you know, this was thrust upon most companies. So, you know, we were happy to do our jobs at home and people were happy with the fact that our companies kept running and some of us thrived and, you know, we kept writing our stories or, you know, you kept creating ads for uh, your clients if you were in a marketing agency. But, in, I think the real analysis to figure out, like, does working from home, are people as productive? Like, we all just like, oh my god, I got just as much work done. Like, let's be fair, half of uh, half of that is probably not true for every case. So, I think there's going to have to be like a real come to Jesus at companies about. Um, analysis, like let's do some really deep data dives on how productive were we before we make these decisions on, you know, yes, we should have a full work from home um, workforce. I think that's um, something that is going to take some time to, to sort of vet out for companies. And I think it's going to be a hybrid model for a lot, you know, and obviously we're not going to go back straight to normal. And I think a lot of companies are going to do hybrid for a while just because, as I said, there's variants that are still spreading and, you know, the vaccine is going to take a lot longer than most people think. And there is, you know, lack vaccine hesitancy out there, but I don't think everybody always likes to think in absolutes, right? Like, oh, we should all just work from home because we did it. Well, not so much, you know, like everything's going to be a balance. And again, the mighty dollar will speak. So if companies can save on real estate, they're going to do it. If they can, go to a model that they think is efficient and they can still get productivity? Did they do a three-day work week in the office in two days? And I think there's going to be no, you know, one size fits all. That's not going to happen here. And I think it's really going to be up to the companies out there to figure out what's the right model for them. But definitely you can see that there are more companies now in the beginning, we used to hear, oh, this is going to be the new normal. And the more you talk and you go deep with these people, even if it's, you know, sort of A side conversation and not public, they're really like, "Mm, I think we're going to go back. I feel like we really want people back in the office. You know, we want to make sure that we're all performing at our highest level. Um, So it'll be interesting to see where this nets out.
0: And also in terms of performing at your highest level, for some people, you know, if they're not commuting, or if they don't have to worry about that, um, a lot of people perform better at home.
1: Yep. But that, but again, how do we really know that? That's what I'm saying. There has to be real analytics and data put behind that. Right now, yeah. it's just, I called my employee, Katie, and she thinks, you know, she saved two hours in commuting. Um, she didn't really tell us that she was doing laundry down the basement for most of the morning, <laughs> right? Like, And I, I'm a firm believer. I do think, like, I even am shocked. I was never a big work from home person. I thought, oh, I hated it. I, I, I definitely thought, think I actually got much more done during the day than I had ever done in the office, just because I managed my time in a much different way. And I felt good about it. And it allowed me to dedicate the time that I was on, like that I had the capacity to think rather than forcing myself to work in an hour where my mind really wasn't in it. Um, So I definitely think, but I do, I don't think those are decisions that people should be making based on the fact that we've come through a crisis. Because crisis is a different thing. You know, think about what we were all going through. We were, you know, there was anxiety and crisis was happening. we were in a crazy political environment. There was lots of things that were playing into it. So I definitely think, I think real rigor has to be put put behind these decisions. I don't think it's about, oh, you know what, everybody checked the box and said, yeah, this was great. And I, I think I did well. Like, there really needs to be a discipline behind it. I think for any company making a major decision, especially if you decide you're going to have an entire workforce from home, clearly easier if you have a three-person company, obviously to do, to make yeah. that
0: No, that that's your points are well taken. And, you know, going back to the laundry in the basement for working women, especially this has been an incredibly difficult time. And we've all heard different statistics of how, you know, the setbacks, um, especially for working mothers, and I should say working parents overall, I don't want to, you know, discount the fathers and the Two mothers' situations, but um, but how have you seen this setback working women, and how do you think it's going to affect progress moving forward? I mean, look,
1: there's been plenty of stories and analysis written. Clearly, you know, not to take anything away from men and 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 sort of the role they played. Lots of women bore a lot of the brunt um, when it during this recession when it came to childcare, and that's just what it is, right? Like when you have schools shut down, um, and you have to make a choice, there was lots of women that left the workforce. Um, I, I, definitely think, um, it probably set them back, but I do think the good thing is we were already on this incredible path, this push for more gender diversity, for women empowerment, for making sure that more women were being hired. I mean, we've seen it in the advertising and marketing, and even in the media business, the the enormous amounts of women that are now being promoted, um, they're being put into the CEO role, they're getting board seats. I, I do think that will sort of, if there was any sort of setback, I'm hoping that um, movement will continue and sort of drag or, or at least make up for anything that anybody that's got left behind. Um, but again, this is all going to take time because there are parts of the country where schools have not returned. Um, parent. I mean, I, I, I don't even know my husband and I took turns in the beginning with our 10 year old son. I failed third grade math. I realized that (laughs) pandemic. it was, it's really tough. And, And I'm a two parent household. Like you know, we all have to think about the parents that were doing this by themselves, right? Like it is an enormous um, responsibility. And uh, you know, your children come first. I, I don't imagine, you know, those people who had to go through that are easily going to be able to get back to a workforce. You know, some people might have had to quit their job. So there's definitely going to be the haves and haves not in this thing. I'm just hoping that the the movement that's been afoot to sort of push women to into more larger positions, or at least to hire more and diversify these, diversify these workforces will sort of make up for, help help make up for any slide that the gender took at this point.
0: Yeah, because it's true. It's been an incredibly difficult time for a lot of people and, and people that have had to step back and quit their jobs, but then they need the money from that job. Or, yeah. you know, um, I was talking to... Uh, Sonia Jackson-Miles, who's a client of mine and, and, the fa- and the founder of the Sister Accord Foundation. And for uh, women that, and girls that are not safe at home, being safe, you know, this was not a time to be safer at home. So there were tons of ramifications for working from home. On the happy side, this time, as you mentioned briefly, has also brought a lot of new opportunities. Are there some that you see specifically? Yeah, the more you talk to people, what's
1: what's really interesting is we all, you know, when we commiserate with each other on our Zoom calls with the 10-minute intro in the end, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, this is horrendous and oh, I can't wait to get back to normal. But if you sort of dig deeper at it, what you really end up hearing is people, There was two things that happened: um, Parents, people that had, parents that um, had kids, you know, when you get them maybe a cocktail or two, they will admit, you know, they realize that they, that they spent really good quality time, at least most of them. And, and the ones that, you know, scream and fought, including in my own house, you know, having two children home all the time, um, can be anxious and tense and lots of yelling and screaming to pick up baths of themselves. And I'm not making lunch. You make lunch. Um, those kinds of fights, those are, you know, the time spent, we're, that's something I, I never experienced and people will admit now, like, wow, I, you know, I, I, I have ye- this is a year full of time that I would have, I will never get back. Right. Um, I have friends whose kids are going away to college next year. And this was, you know, there was such anxiety about them leaving the home. So they took full advantage of like, getting closer to their children, spending that time. You know, I saw parents up and down my neighborhood in the middle of the day, you know, both moms and dads out playing, you know, quickly, you know, shooting some hoops or playing a game of basketball or a baseball. And you never saw that, right? We always arrange play dates for them and blah, blah, blah. I think there is this new, and I think that's a positive because I think as much as we're all gonna get back to normal, what we've all learned is like, how to have a more balanced life. We're going to forget some of that, obviously, because we all are, you know, capitalists at heart and go back to the grind and want to make money and get ahead in our careers. But I do think we're all going to walk away with a much more keen eye on making sure we're a little bit more balanced with how we raise our kids, how we take care of ourselves, right? Like, um People more people worked out, maybe not in the early days of the pandemic, because we were all busy baking bread um, and eating lots of desserts. If you look at the earnings of those companies that make those products, they did really well. Um, but so many people that I know, you know, really took time to, you know, work out in a different way, get outside, you know, take a walk, walk around the block in the middle of the day just to clear your head, just because there was so much going on, not just the virus and the anxiety that went along with sickness, but again, the divisiveness, the Black Lives Matter, uh, Lives Matter movement, you know, George Floyd, there was, I mean, it's been a year, uh, it's been 10 years and one year, it felt like for a lot of people. So I do think this idea of a more balanced, whether you're single, have children, I think that is a positive and, and, and an opportunity that'll come forward for us as we sort of head back to more normalcy.
0: Well, you took this time to get in great shape, so that's for sure. (laughs) And and also, I I would add to to that, you know, friendships that sometimes people took for granted. For example, our group of friends, our work group of friends that we stayed in touch with every Monday on a Zoom for the whole year. I mean, you know, you really thought about who's important and who do you want to stay in touch with? And so there were some very special things that, uh, that came out of this very, very difficult time. I I wanna ask you one more question before we move a little bit more to to you. Um, Do you think this is a good time to change jobs or start a company? It's still a time of somewhat chaos, but that also brings opportunity.
1: No, I think it is. I I mean, it's always scary that I know so many people, you know, that, you know, those stories of I started a dot-com business, you know, the day before the dot-com bust back in the day, you know, I think change and and crisis is sometimes opportunities happen. What To me, what's interesting is there was so much time for self-reflection during this year. I've seen so many people now coming out of this and even during it switching jobs, whether, you know, some, some obviously not because they wanted to, but were forced to just because of downsizing and stuff that happened, um, cause of the crisis, um, took its toll on the economy. But, you know, I was talking to a woman who was a CMO recently who took time during, during this pandemic, um, to find purpose in life, right? And she ended up creating this whole other new thing um, that was still in the marketing field, but it also answered a purpose for her. It gave her a different purpose. So it was basically using her skill set and still having a marketer type role, but finding a way to market something that she really cared about. Um, and I don't want to get too much details because you know it's it it hasn't she hasn't really talked about it yet. But I think that is what's great about what's happened, and I do think that's why it's a good opportunity never mind like it is a great opportunity because there's so many so much has changed right technology has accelerated so there's all these new things that are sort of available like the the fact that e-commerce has accelerated like 5 years you know as much as there was lots of closures right all everybody's you know retail chains are down and they're all going away there was an enormous I mean, you know, record-breaking new businesses that were set up um, during the pandemic, Um, people finding niches and realizing, like, I can do something on my own. So I, I don't see it as a negative. I see it as positive, definitely. Like, I don't think you should stop you from starting a new job or even starting a new business. There's always opportunity that comes from these kinds of times.
0: Yeah. Are there different work habits that you've adopted during this time that you plan on keeping? whether or not you go back to the office or you don't, but things you're doing differently. Well, probably I'll have to lose doing my laundry, like
1: going <laughs> up and down to put my laundry on in between meetings, which is really critical. Like I just never realized how awesome that is. But other than that, um, I think one thing I realized is um, sun. The sun plays such a huge role in, in our lives, right? Like, in the darkest moments of COVID and when we were all dealing with it, you know, as sun, I noticed a sunny day made everybody's disposition. And you, you just noticed people weren't complaining on those days about like being forced to work from home. So I, you know, obviously, you know, writing um, and working at the journal can be sort of like, it's anxious. There's lots of anxiety. It's just pretty high paced. Um, there's lots of stress. I found that, you know, when I got Sort of crazed or stressed, I literally would go out to my backyard, even in the cold, as long as it was sunny, and I would just walk around my house, like literally three times around my house, take three deep breaths, and it was just this idea of like, and I, I'm, I'm thinking like, when I go back to the office, I mean, I always go to meetings and lunch meetings like that, but like take the moment just to go outside, take some deep breaths, look up at the sun, and it's just like such a cleansing thing to do. Um, it, It sounds like so minor, but I think it's huge because it's a moment to sort of reflect and just to calm yourself down, settle your mind and, and sort of the, something about the outside in air that sort of helped me through that. And I think that's something I want to hold on to, you know? I don't know if it's going to be worth an elevator ride in my building, <laughs> go down and get out when I go back to the office. But I do think like, I think that's great. We, we've we been saying that, like people have been saying to me, oh yeah, you know, I take a walk at two o'clock in the afternoon and I carved out 15 minutes on my schedule. I've heard so many people talk about that. And I just think it's such a little detail, but like can make such a huge impact.
0: I agree with you. And I need to put in a disclaimer there about the sun wear sunscreen as a person yeah. that has totally overindulged in the sun and is now paying the price. <laughs> yes. Wear sunscreen when you're, uh, when you're worshiping the sun. But I think, I think that's a great point. What are you most optimistic about for the coming year? What am I most optimistic about? I think I'm most
1: optimistic about the return to normal thing. And, and I know it's not gonna be normal for a while, but I do think you know, making sure that my children get back to their daily lives and can interact with friends more. I think that's a huge toll on this generation. Um, They're 10 and 16. Uh, You know, the 16 year old was in high school. That's a really tough time not to spend, you know, not to have that outlet. I think it forced parents to sort of let up and they double down on screen time, which I think that to me is we're gonna see ramifications from that in the future we were already worried about screen time um, but when they when they can't see their friends like thank God the little one had time to do the online video games right because he could connect online with his friends and and it was like they were all here but there's nothing better than sort of being at school and having those social interactions. So I am so optimistic, like that's going to get back to normal. And I'm so, that's one thing I'm looking forward to travel. I I can't wait to travel. My kids are huge travel nuts. Um, They are already like, when can we go back to Europe? They've got a little list on the fridge of, you know, what trips they want to take. And they're still nervous to fly, which is kind of crazy at their age that they would be nervous. Um, But, so those are the two things that I'm really optimistic about. I'm also often, maybe it's a little pollyanna but maybe like optimistic that, you know, that we're all as a society will be better. Like we've seen so much happening with, um, you know, the George Floyd situation with how people came together during COVID, at least our communities all did. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm hoping that lasts, right? Like that we're all, um, see the good in each other and that we can all get back to sort of maybe a more mellow pace in life. I feel like it's been so frenetic. (laughs) Um, kindness, you know, I've said to people like there during COVID, it was kind of like after nine 11, everybody in New York was really kind to each other. It didn't last very long, but it was, you'd get on the subway and people would say, hi. Um, or hello, or good morning. and It faded after a while. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can hold on to some of that. You know, like everybody, you call people, you zoom and everybody's like, how are you? How are your parents? Like there's a real need to make sure your community and your friends are doing okay. And I hope that we've all learned, like it is small world and we're all in this together. And there's something about that. And that sounds polyamorous, but I'm hoping we all can sort of continue that. I don't know how long it
0: lasts. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. Just just the sort of slowing down was good for people, most people yeah. in, many, in many ways. Um, no, so I want to just end, and I've asked you this before over the years because um, you've been my guest many times. Thank you for that. But is there a piece of advice that has helped guide you through your life and your career that you could please share with us?
1: Yeah, I think I've shared this every single time when you ask this question. (laughs) Let's hear. I'm (laughs) always just um, this. I like to bust myths because I think women in particular, there are so many myths that we live by that rule our life. um, And I feel like as more women bust these myths, it'll help us, you know, like. Um, and one of them is this idea of like, I can juggle, right? I'm sorry, I don't believe that there is a juggling that happens. We are all bad jugglers. Like, so we juggle things and guess what? They fall to the ground and that is okay. You don't have to be a good juggler. You just got to pick it up quick and throw it back in the air and keep going. And to me, that's always just been my thing. Like, don't tell people that you're, you can juggle, you know, because holding nine balls in the air is not good for your health. <laughs> you know, you can let them fall. You just got to pick them up, you know, like, and maybe they sit on the floor for an extra 10 minutes, you'll get to it. You know, we put so much pressure, especially on women on like being able to be super mom or super worker and juggle all the things that we have to do and kids. And, and I think we have to allow ourselves to realize like, that's a myth. No one can really juggle and multitask to the level that we think we can. And it's, that's totally okay. So let it fall. And then just to come back, the other thing, just learning through COVID, um, you know, be kind to the people around you and always think like, don't be a narcissist, (laughs) you know, like really be there for people around you. Be kind, like kindness through this has been so amazing. You know, we, you know, my neighborhood, we, you know, the vaccine came out and we were all like, you know, had our kids helping the old people in the community get appointments, you know, like, or, you know, checking on neighbors to make sure they were okay. Did they need groceries? Like if we can all just continue that, like, that's the thing I'm hoping, you know, that's the advice. I hope we can all just be kind, especially women, you know, like when we talk about this for years, you know, you and I, like there's a sisterhood out there and it gets talked about, but there's also, you know, a sisterhood that gets too much talk and it's really do like, make sure you reach out, make sure you help bring up that next person, help them get ahead or find, help them find that next job, pass along. So I think kindness and, and, and it's okay to drop the juggling balls for a minute. Those would be my two.
0: Well, those are terrific. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and share such interesting and good advice. So I'll, I'll see you soon. I'll see you on Monday on the call. Thanks.